have I got a special treat for you. I am extremely excited about this episode because in this episode, I am hosting Stephanie Gass on the podcast. Now, who is Stephanie Gass? Stephanie Gass is a Christian business and podcast coach, boundary boss, and multi-six-figure CEO. She helps women grow their online businesses and make money online using podcasting. She is the host of a top 20 globally ranked business podcast, Online Business for Christian Women. She believes it's possible to partner with God to create income and impact without sacrificing your family, faith, or buying into the social media hustle. Now, Stephanie is actually my podcast coach, and it's through her that I learned how to do podcasting and how to start my online business. So I was fangirling a bit when I had her on the show, I will not lie, because she is an absolute legend. I have I have attended two of her online courses, and I, for fingers crossed, one day we will um, hopefully get into her third course, which would be excellent. But I am truly thankful that she gave up the time to sit with me. I interviewed her over Zoom. And I am extremely excited to share this episode with you today. Let's get into it. As Christian women in leadership, we often find ourselves struggling with the balance between implementing faith-based leadership principles and the worldly perspectives of our colleagues and team members. You once felt passionate about leadership, but have often come up against people with fixed mindsets who are unwilling to change. You feel like giving up and stepping out of your leadership role because is it really worth it? Friend, you're in the right place. Here we're not only going to talk about the challenges, we're going to tackle them head on with a faith-based approach that's both practical and empowering. So, if you're ready to transform your leadership journey, to set boundaries that make a real impact, and to create a workplace culture where both you and your team can thrive, then join me in uncovering the strategies wisdom and godly guidance that will lead you to success. I'm Rekha Whelan and welcome to the Women of Faith in Leadership podcast. Together we're going to navigate leadership with faith as our foundation. Let's get started. Grab your coffee or water, keep that notebook and pen handy and let's jumpstart your leadership. Welcome, Stephanie Gass, to the Women of Faith in Leadership podcast. Hi, I'm so happy to be here, Rika. No, I am really, really excited to have you here as well. And I've introduced you to the listeners via your bio. And why don't you tell us a little bit about who is Stephanie Gass and why leadership? What is your journey with leadership and a woman of faith? Sure. So I am a podcast and business coach for Christian women, and I help women really get clear on what they are called to do that is going to become their thing, their future business, whether in ministry or in marketplace. And I actually teach them how to grow an audience using podcasting. So that's the way that I teach my students to to bring people in and then they actually serve that audience by creating a coaching offer or a course. And so that's what I do. Um, I'm also a mom. I've got two little boys, 10 and seven. Uh, I've got a boy dog. 
married. So got all the testosterone over here in the house. And then there's me, you know, battling over here. So I lead in my home. Obviously I've got all the littles and, and all of that. And then I also lead in work. I now run a team of four people on our team. And then we have 12 to 15 interns at any given time that we are teaching how to podcast and blog and do copy and marketing and messaging and run Facebook communities and all of these different pieces. Um, I also lead myself. I lead myself in making sure that I am creating time for spiritual growth, for health and wellness, for working out and for rest. So leadership is extremely important to me. And I am a leader, I guess I would say in a lot of different areas. Right. Thanks for sharing. Now, one of the pillars of the podcast and what the listeners of the Women of Faith in Leadership podcast know is that leadership is extremely important for various different reasons. Why would you say is leadership important for you and for any organization and why should they focus on it? Yeah, leadership's important because, you know, without vision, people perish, right? And so we have all these different people running around, everybody's doing their own thing, you're going to have chaos. And chaos never equals an increase in revenue. It doesn't equal a good morale for the company. And so leadership is important because I think it gives everybody this end goal, this vision of where everybody's going. And kind of because I'm such a visual learner, like someone to look up to that's embodying these principles, these morals, um, if you will, of what we stand for, specifically when we talk about business, right? And in, in my company. So gives you vision, it gives you something to strive for, and it gives you someone and something to follow as your person that you're modeling after. And we all need a leader. Leaders need leaders. And, you know, we all have, thankfully, Jesus and scripture as our ultimate leader and guide in how we show up in the world. But leadership is just it's that place we look to when we're discerning through the decisions that we make on a daily basis. That's really true. And I find that leadership, because it's it's such an important role, it can be quite tough to embody, as you just mentioned, the values of the organization and of the company you, you're in, because you're just this role model to a lot of people all the time. Yeah. What has been the most difficult thing about leadership for you? And what have you done to overcome that and to work through it? Mm, that's a great question. I think that there are different levels to leadership being hard. <laughs> you know, we're always our, we're always hitting our own lid, right? Like when I first got started in business and I had one assistant, like being a leader was pretty simple. Like, okay, I'm going to create her some things to do. And I'm going to create some standards around that. And we're going to go. And like, as you grow in team and as you grow in capacity as you grow in revenue as you grow spiritually you know much is given much is expected and we actually grow and we elevate into what's next level leadership look like and that's always hard that's always difficult so you get to like okay i'm comfortable now and then god will hand you the next person or god will hand you the next opportunity where you have to display this different type of leadership that you've never done before or stretch yourself because you feel, you know, maybe like an imposter in that area. That's when it's difficult. So it's when I'm looking at the next level in my leadership and trying to figure out like, 
what does that mean? How do I define this? And how do I step into this, this next level of myself, right? Because to be a leader means you have to actually become that. You have to become this new version of yourself to lead others into that place. And that's what's difficult about it. You can say whatever you want and you can point and tell people what to do all day long. But leadership, true leadership comes by modeling, not by the words that you speak, but by the actions that you take. And so that's where it can get really difficult. And I think just as far as what do I do about those difficulties, I challenge myself to stay in prayer, in communion with God every day. Like, Lord, help me through this situation. Speak for me. Guide me. Um, Asking myself if I'm showing up with excellence in all these different areas of my life helps me to really walk the walk and not just talk that talk. And also being okay with giving myself some grace because as we continuously grow as leaders, we're going to fail. And so being open and honest about the times that we fail, being vulnerable about what we're going to do differently or make better, apologizing when it's needed, um, all makes us better leaders, but it doesn't make it easy. Absolutely. I agree with that. And I love what you mentioned about just... It's not, it's not actually what you say, it's what you do, because I yeah. think that is exactly what leadership is. It's showing your team or your, your staff or your employees what is the right thing to do. And one thing that mm-hmm. I've mentioned to the listeners on the podcast before is about integrity and integrity being doing the right thing all the time, whether somebody's looking or not. Um, right. But I guess integrity forms part of faith and just how we show and what you just mentioned, show other people about leadership. So how can the listeners include their faith in their leadership journey? Yeah, I actually, I was telling you that I had just done a podcast episode on this recently, and I had 10 ways that we can incorporate our faith into our leadership. So I'm happy to just read through these 10 things, because I think these are something that you guys can tactically and tangibly grasp. Because sometimes leadership can be an elusive topic, you know, like, oh, I want to lead and that sounds great. But like, how? Like, what do I actually do? And anytime you're asking yourself that question, how, what do I actually do? Scripture is such a great handbook. It's a great handbook for business. It's a great handbook for marriage and parenting and all of these things. So I pulled out some of the things that scripture tells us to do about becoming great leaders. One is to lead with integrity. So Proverbs 11.3 says, the integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their due duplicity. So really thinking about how am I upholding just what Rika said, my integrity, my moral values, my ethical principles. If you are leading your life that way, the people around you are going to model that behavior. The second one is servant leadership. So Mark 10 45 says, for even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So as leaders who are Christian, we need to embrace this servant leadership mindset, right? How do we focus on serving our teams, serving the people that we love and care about, serving and supporting them? That's really a lead from within concept that's going to create like, oh my gosh, rapport and loyalty increase morale when people know that you have that servant heart, even if you're their boss, even if you're their leader, it's going to create this incredible team from within. 
The third thing is to pray and reflect. So Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So as a leader, you know, we maybe sometimes are leaning on ourselves. I have to make this decision. I have to do this thing. This person's not performing. But we have to remember Philippians 4, 6 through 7 and pause. Make that time for prayer and reflection to seek guidance and wisdom. Any decision, big or small, as a leader, bring it to the feet of Christ and let him guide you in this. Okay, number four is to lead by example, which I've talked a lot about today. But 1 Timothy 4 through 12 says, Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. So regardless how old you are, how much experience you have, like none of that matters. What matters is that you are modeling the behavior, the values that you expect from others. And, And God is so good. He gives us examples. The way you speak, the way you conduct yourself, the way you love, the way you show up in your faith. Um, purity of heart, right? So modeling that. Number five is to be inclusive in your leadership. Galatians 3.28, there is neither Jew nor Gentile, nor slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Jesus Christ. So fostering just, you know, inclusiveness, loving everybody, regardless if they're a Christian or not a Christian, old or young, like whatever type of people that God presents in your path to lead You are loving them well, just as Jesus would love you. Okay, number six is empathy and compassion. So Colossians 3.12, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. So how easy is it as a leader to get frustrated, snap at people, um, get angry, retaliate, maybe gossip? Well, we are called to do the opposite of all of that and to practice empathy and compassion. So really upholding your own standard for yourself. And that's going to permeate down through all the people that you lead. Number seven, conflict resolution with grace. So Ephesians 4.32 says, be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgive each other just as Christ God forgave you. So you're going to have conflict. And as a leader, you are often called in to either mediate or the conflict could even involve you. So approach this as an opportunity to have grace, to focus on resolution and focus on forgiveness, kind of modeling that. A couple more. Uh, Number eight, continuous learning and humility. So Proverbs 2, 2 through 6 says, turn your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. So Cultivate a mindset of continuous learning and continuous humility. I think as a leader, especially when things are going really well, oh, we're growing the company and we're making a lot of money or whatever that thing might be, it's easy to find yourself, I don't know of the way to phrase this, but either ego or pride can start to creep in a little bit. So having that heart around like, for me, I continuously remind myself, I wouldn't be here without team. I would not be here without the people that support me, without the students that we have, like the clients that I have. So that humility staying as a root 
in your spirit and your soul. And then this mindset of learning, right? Learning what your people are going through, learn what is hard for your team, learn what roadblocks they're facing in their personal and professional development and see how you can alleviate that for them. You know, really being a leader is being a problem solver. It's being somebody who loves unconditionally, shows extraordinary kindness and a problem solver. If you can mesh those three things together, you're going to be super successful as a leader. Number nine, principled decision-making. So Proverbs three, five through six, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Base your leadership decisions on biblical principle and values that are derived from scripture. It's going to give you everything you need and nothing that you don't. And last but not least, community and team building. So Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 10, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either one of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. So fostering the sense of community within your team, encourage collaboration. I am constantly asking the team, like, who has it? Who has a better idea for this? Do you guys see room for improvement here? How can we serve our students better? What are you guys seeing in the communities? What are, what are you all seeing over here when you support the students? I'm asking my team and they feel seen. They feel heard. They know that what they have to say matters that we take into consideration their recommendations. And that helps everybody feel so empowered and not like it's a job, but that we are all working together for the same mission. I think that empowerment piece is so critically important as a leader. So there are 10 ways actually that you can use your faith in your leadership. Such amazing and super tactical actually information that just fits so perfectly in with the podcast so thank you very much for sharing that that was absolutely amazing and I think for me just solidified things that I believe myself but what I have also shared with the listeners because I have a heart for people and I believe that if leaders if as leaders we have heart for people and see them as people not as just these machines or robots or whatever we want to look at it that come and yeah. perform in our organizations then we can get so much more done right. so thank you very much that was um, really amazing okay you're so welcome where can the listeners connect with you stephanie if they want to connect with you after this episode yeah so i would love for you guys to come and listen to my podcast it's called online business for christian women anywhere that you listen to shows and then my website is stephaniegass.com. That's S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S. I have free workshops and free gifts over there for you. And I would just love to get to know you. Great. Well, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. And I look forward to seeing you all again in the next episode. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a review. Your feedback means the world to me and lights me up every single time when I read it. And it makes me want to keep going. So please leave a review and your review will also help other Christian women in leadership find the answers they are looking for. So whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the review section and leave that review. Then head over to womenoffaithinleadership.com and join our free Facebook community and I look forward to engaging with you there.